0: Either way, anti-Semitism, it turns out, is alive and well and living on social media. And, of course, the concern here is, uh, and we just spoke to the superintendent, the chief superintendent of the Israeli police, talking about the impact. And uh, what I said was what starts on social media unfortunately ends in the death of a young woman in Jerusalem who was stabbed to death. And we've certainly seen this. We've certainly seen this incitement and uh, we've seen the propaganda. We want to understand. how this links to what we've unfortunately seen in our own history. Mary Cluck is the director at the Durban Holocaust Center. Mary, very good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you?
1: I am um, good in circumstances, Howard, and it's so interesting because while Michael Bolton's Beautiful World was playing, I had the very same thoughts that you had, and I was going to say to you, it was actually quite uplifting to listen yeah, to the music while was. I was waiting for you.
0: How to, embarrassing to, it, is that? It,
1: it, it sounds so corny, <laughs> but honestly, it was what I needed this morning. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so interesting that, uh, because we really are living as, as uh, uh, oh, you know, honestly, in this picture. beautiful world. Mm. Is,
1: is hard to see sometimes, it, it, and it, it was just... It is indeed. And you know, it, yeah, the music kind of cleared a little bit of the fog for Good. me. Good. So well,
0: well, I'm pleased we can thank Mukundi for that. So the, of course, we're also coming up, which is, is just eerie. To the anniversary of Kristallnacht, which takes place 9th and tenth of of November, November and exactly. and here we're seeing this this Kristallnacht day in a way, seventh of October. We're seeing this 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 we we being pulled right back to the Holocaust, and I'm nervous about this sort of thing. And you and I have had this conversation before, where we say, "Be exactly. careful! Not everything is the Holocaust. Not everybody you don't like is a Nazi." Let's not play this down. But I'm not sure that we are here And that's why we wanted to chat to you Just to try and and figure our way through this, this perplexing situation
1: Yeah, so Howard, it is just, you know, who would have believed And I know that we all are in that same sort of headspace of uh, disbelief mm. But, um, you know, I think if I can jump right in and say that uh, what's really important for us to remember that Hamas shares an ideology in a lot of ways, and in terms of the the, the, the difficult for me is this comparison, this constant reference to, and it's it, it's not it's very understandable that we as Jews it's all comes flooding back, <clears throat> and obviously for survivors it's it's impossible. To, to imagine what they, they are feeling and, and witnessing. But I think what we need to be very careful of personally is that there are similarities, but there are differences. Mm. And I think we need to constantly keep it top of mind that whilst ideologically um, Hamas shares a lot of, uh, of the sentiments of, of Nazi ideology, we as mm. Jews are in a very different circumstance. We, you know, in 1938 there was not one square inch on this planet that we Jews could call home, that we could go in that moment of absolute desperation. And yet today we have a homeland, we have our beloved state of Israel, we have means to defend ourselves and we are not in the same circumstance. And I think that is really important for us to constantly be remembering.
0: Because you're right and if you think about What started on October The 7th uh, ended. It ended in the most terrible loss of life But if Hamas had its way It would have discontinued Throughout the country and indeed throughout the world Because that is The part of this radical ideology And in fact it was stopped And they are being stopped and we do have to Keep reminding ourselves Yes there's been a terrible and painful cost But the point is that they've been the hair it has been stopped
1: absolutely and i think you know the hard part for us is that we need to be very very clear not to underestimate the lethality of, of antisemitism And that it's you know can you can you just expand
0: can you expand on that because you know often again back to social media I'm accused of yeah everything's anti-Semitism the minute we criticise Israel it's anti-Semitism and of course they they create this disconnect between language and action take us through a little bit of that
1: no I mean obviously the work that I'm deeply involved in and have committed myself to for the last almost twenty years is is working around helping young people through our center in Durban, the Durban Holocaust and Genocide Center, helping young people understand that it didn't start with gas chambers. Mm. It didn't start, um, it starts with how we treat one another every day. We all, each one of us, every single human being, makes choices every day about how we treat one another. And our mission and, and a big part of our work is helping young people to make positive choices. And I think what's really changed a little bit, or what we are working with our education teams to to kind of recalibrate to some extent, a big part of our work has also been sharing and and, and exposing young people to the dangers of propaganda and and encouraging critical thinking. I think that has to become very much front and center. Mm. I think today with social media, the brainwashing, the, the, it's difficult to discern what is and isn't fake news. People today, I'm sure you have it Howard, Send out, a, send me a post and say, "Is this true? Mm, Do
0: you I'm, think I'm it's getting true? This, I'm getting this all day, and then we also seeing we're mm. seeing videos and people saying, "Can you believe this is happening?" No, this happened in 2020. Exactly. Uh, and exactly. It,
1: exactly. It, people it, we, are reposting what happened in KZN during the riots uh, and saying, yeah. "Look what's happening here." Yes. Because they stock Israeli product, and I'm going, "No, no this happened." No. In so, yeah. so, so the the difficulty is for t- for today for all of us. It's critical thinking and 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 being mindful and, you know, very mindful of the dangers of propaganda. And what starts with propaganda ends with October the 7th. And I had a thought, and I, I know it sounds, mm. I don't even know if it's appropriate to, to mention this, but in 2021 there was a cavalcade that went through the streets of North London. I'm sure we were all very aware mm. of it, mm. where rowdy, revolting, um, uh, youths were screaming, uh, we're coming to kill you, we're coming to kill your, rape mm, your daughters, mm. etc." And at the time, my daughter-in-law lives in London, and she was anxious about it, and can you believe what happened nearby? But, oh, my God, it's all these crazy, like, far-fetched idle threats. Well, Howard, it's not yeah. so far-fetched.
0: Not at all, and I think that is the very scary part. We are living with the reality that we feared, and deep down wasn't, weren't really sure that could ever happen, and indeed it has. Mary Cluck, thank you, as always, for chatting to us, Director at the Durban Holocaust Center, bringing us a bit of a historical and global perspective.